Welcome to Freedom from Pornography, a podcast hosted by me, JT Weatherford. This podcast is for men who are seeking to break free from their addiction to pornography. If you're listening to this, chances are you're struggling with a problem that you're not quite sure how to solve. You might feel isolated, ashamed, and unsure of how to talk about your struggles with others. But the truth is you are not alone. Pornography addiction is a very common problem that affects men of all ages and backgrounds. It can be a difficult habit to break, but it's not impossible. In this podcast, we will be discussing the challenges and strategies for overcoming pornography addiction and finding freedom in your life. Together, we'll explore the root causes of this problem and offer practical tips and support for anyone who is ready to take the first steps towards recovery. So if you're ready to take control of your life and break free from the hold of pornography, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Today, I want to talk to you guys about the importance of physical activity and the adventure and you've got to have a life of adventure. Without it, men just wither and they'll turn to other things like pornography. So when you're a kid, you think about like how you're always coming up with cool new games, cowboys versus Indians, although that's not politically correct anymore to say that these days. But you get my point is that as a boy or even as a girl, you're coming up with crazy stories and having these grand adventures. And there's even movies like cartoon movies that have been made about it. Um, my son, he watches these movies that they take adventure and explode it. And it's really cool to watch and see like some of the imagination and stuff that comes out of these kids and watching my son at six and a half years old at this point is he's just the imagination and things that he comes up with. And I ask him, I'm like, where did you learn that? And he goes, Oh, I just thought of it. That's awesome. And over time, you lose that creativity and that adventure-seeking behavior because you turn to other things. For example, pornography. Any sort of addiction will do this to you. It'll take away things from your life that you once had as a kid. And you want to get that back. You want to get that joy back. And you want to gain that sense of adventure and risk and passion and all that stuff there. Um. Pornography destroys a man's soul and destroys his body and destroys his mind. And I was reading a article this morning um, from Covenant Eyes, um, which is a software program to help men with accountability, which I'll post a link in the show notes that gives you a promo code to, to get 30 days for free if you guys totally are interested in that. Um, but the article was talking about how It's the mind, body, and spirit is affected with pornography. Um, I'll also post a link to this article so you guys can go read that too. But the part that really stood out to me was the part on the body. And that's kind of where I was thinking about this morning. um, About how it affects your body and you don't even realize it. And... A couple of paragraphs in here said to reverse the effects of porn on the body, it's vital to practice healthy habits. Restorative habits include simple things like regular sleep, exercise, and a healthy diet. 
Then they give a plug for one of their books, which I'll also share in here too. It says that's why we wrote an ebook called Hobbies and Habits, which is an excellent book. Um, and just has lots of good ideas for finding a hobby, finding um, healthy habits in order to break free from this cycle and to get that joy back that you once had as a kid and seeking for that adventure there. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6.18 says, flee sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the person who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Then they go on to say, we know God cares about our bodies because one day our bodies will be resurrected. That's based out of 1 Corinthians 15 verses 35 through 49. However, the body's well-being is not as important as your spiritual well-being. And then they dive into the spiritual part of it there. So I encourage you guys to go read that article more. Um, just kind of really some good, great insight. But what I want to focus on is the physical aspect of it. Um, I am the type of person that loves working out. I love challenging myself and pushing my body to the extremes. Um, one year, this is three and a half years ago now. Yeah, it was about three and a half years ago. I was kind of at my peak physical condition before I ended up getting sick with COVID. And that's a whole nother story for another day. But three and a half years ago, I had signed up for a wait list for a triathlon in Frisco, Colorado. And the triathlon, it's not like an Ironman where I'm going to go biking 2,000 miles or something like that. <laughs> um, eventually, someday I do want to do an Ironman, but not there yet. What I did was this triathlon, it was a stand-up paddleboard and it was short. I think it was like a quarter of a mile. And then it was a 10 kilometer bike ride, which is 6.2 miles. And then a five kilometer run, which is 3.1 miles. And I'd signed up for the wait list, found out about it early spring, but it was already sold out and it was coming up around my birthday, which is in July, mid-July. And Three days, I think it was, before the triathlon, I got an email saying, hey, we've got some spots open. Do you want to do it? I had not been training for a triathlon. I wasn't planning on it. Yet there was something in me that was like, sweet, this is going to be so cool. The adventure and the excitement of it. I had no qualms that I was going to win this thing whatsoever. I was not doing it for that whatsoever. I was purely doing it just for the adventure and the risk and the excitement of it. And... So many people think that I'm crazy, which yeah, maybe I kind of am with that kind of stuff. Um, but I love it. I love that there. And I did sign up for the triathlon. I was able to finish it. Um, I was not fast by any means, but I finished it and felt great and loved every second of it. And then ended up getting sick later that year with COVID, which took me out and it wrecked me and to be able to not be able to do those things. And by God's grace, I was able to come back from that. It was a couple year long process, almost three year long process. And I'm just now getting back into the point where I can do these things. And I did the triathlon again this last summer. And it was such a redeeming aspect to my story <clears throat> of physical torment, I guess you could call it. Also, the recovery from pornography and coming out of that and being able to complete these things again and to have these grand adventures. John Eldridge 
is a mentor, I guess you could say in an indirect way to me. Um, I don't know him personally, but just going through his books, I've been through the wild at heart and he talks tremendously about the grand adventures and you have to have adventures. Men are designed for adventure. And if you don't have that adventure, you will seek satisfaction in other things. You will long for something that will give you a sense of satisfaction and give you a sense of adventure. And that's what pornography promises, but it's not true. It will leave you empty and leave you feeling left longing for more, I guess you could say is because it is you, it is an addictive personality. It is an addictive trait that you have to get more and more in order to get that same high. And that's just the same with any sort of addiction, whether it's drugs, alcohol, anything you have to get more. And that's the power of the brain is that you cannot get the same high like you once did when you first started, if that makes sense. So the point of today is what is your grand adventure? What are you living to be that kid again? And that part of your heart never goes away. You got to be able to do grand adventures. Um, today I was going to go snowshoeing and I ended up not because there was a big storm that came through. It snowed six inches and you might say, well, that's great for snowshoeing. It is. However, the mountains were supposed to get like 30 inches in some areas. And I really wanted to go up to Vail Pass. And I just prayed about it and felt like I'd say, no, not, not this time. Let's plan a different day. And I was disappointed because I was like, I want my adventure. I want to be able to do that. Yet something in my heart was saying, no, it's not safe. And also part of me just didn't want to drive in the mountains with six inches of snow here in Colorado Springs, plus who knows, two feet plus of snow up in the mountains that would have made it very unsafe to drive up that far. And it's normally a three hour drive as to where I wanted to go. So I'd probably be pushing about five hours. And it was just kind of one of those things that was hard for me to accept, but also you got to pray about those things too. What is God calling you into for adventure? Because sometimes it may not be what you need and you don't realize it, that that's not what you need, but God does. And that's where you got to follow God's leading as to what he's leading you into. What hobby should you take up? What adventures should you pick up? If you are not in great physical shape, for example, you're not going to be able to do a tri triathlon like I did. If that that or you'll feel like death afterwards and never want to do it again, which I don't want that. If that's something you do desire, then yeah, train for it. And at that time when I had not done any training, I had been doing CrossFit and I was doing four or five days a week and was in very good shape. So I was able to just dump, dive headfirst into it and do it. Um, with like the whole wild at heart concept of from John Eldridge and your, what is your grand adventure? Make sure you bring God into it. 
make sure you ask him, what is my grand adventure? What can I do today? And it doesn't even need to be a grand adventure. So like an example today, I was like, okay, well, I can't go snowshoeing, um, but I can go for a walk in the snow and enjoy the snow that way. And so I went out for an hour long walk this morning with the dog. She loved it for the first part and kind of hated it towards the end because it was a little cold and miserable, but we still had a good time and she got her exercise and I still got some fulfillment of being outside. Get outside too is the other thing. There is so much just to be able to restore your heart by being outside in God's nature. We are so addicted to our phones and all that stuff. And technology is great, but you got to limit it. You cannot be stuck on that. That's another topic. I won't dive into that. But just get outside. Get outside. And even if it's just a walk in your neighborhood, if you can't, if you're physically disabled or whatever, what can you do to get out into nature? Even just go sit outside. So what that it's cold? It snowed this uh, last night. It it was cold. I didn't really want to. I'd much rather stay in bed. But I know my heart and my soul and my mind need that. It needs that to be restored. And because of the damages and stuff that I've done with pornography to my mind, it's a process to restore that. So what is your adventure? What can you do to get outside? And how can you restore your soul? Those are kind of my three points today. The um, As I was reading in this Surfing for God book this morning by Michael John Cusick, there was a part in there that kind of sparked this thought, this conversation. He said that a while back, my son and I spent the day snowmobiling at 10,000 feet elevation in Breckenridge, Colorado. Which snowmobiling is awesome. By the way, I've done it a couple times. I would love to do more of it. And that's a that's a grand adventure. And if you haven't done it, you got to do it. It's a blast. Our time together was filled with high-speed adrenaline-pumping adventure. At day's end, I turned to my son, gave him a high-five, and said, Now this is living. This is living, he replied. So where in your life do you say this is living? If you don't have something in your life that regularly inspires adventure, risk, and passion, beware. Because if you don't, you will seek the counterfeit. I'll say that again. If you don't have something in your life that regularly inspires adventure, risk, and passion, beware. Because if you don't, you will seek the counterfeit. So what are you doing today to seek that adventure and passion and risk? You got to have risk. We, we crave that. We've become a society of avoiding risk and avoiding adventure. What are you doing to push yourself outside of your comfort zone to get that feeling of this is living? This is what this is all about. Now, don't go being unsafe now. That's not what I'm saying and going doing something stupid. But within reason, what is your adventure? What is your risk? What is your passion? What are you doing to do that? This will help satisfy that longing in your heart. And that way you do not turn to pornography. 
The closing thing that I want to talk about is out of that book, Hobbies and Habits that Covenant Eyes puts on. That, and I'll put a link to that as well. This is an excellent, excellent book, guys, to help you to kind of frame this. What we've been talking about is how can you develop the hobbies that'll help you in your recovery? How can you develop the habits that'll also help you through your recovery? What adventures are you doing? So at the very beginning, there is a poem in the book. Um, It's actually taken from Douglas McKelvey by and it's from every moment holy he's got a website actually I'm going to go check it out called everymomentholy.com but the poem says jesus here i am again desiring a thing that were i to indulge it where that where I, that were i to indulge in it would war against my own heart and the hearts of those i love O Christ, rather let my life be thine. Take my desires, let them be subsumed in still greater desire for you, until there remains no room for these lesser cravings. In this moment, I might choose to indulge a fleeting hunger, or I might choose to love you more. Faced with this temptation, I would rather choose you, Jesus, but I am weak. So be my strength, I am shadowed, be my light. I am selfish. Unmake me now and refashion my desires according to the better designs of your love. Given the choice of shame or glory, let me choose glory. Given the choice of this moment or eternity, let me choose in this moment what is eternal. Given the choice of this easy pleasure or the harder road of the cross, give me grace to choose to follow you, knowing that there is nowhere apart from your presence where I might find the peace that I long for. No lasting satisfaction apart from your reclamation of my heart. Let me build then, my king, a beautiful thing by long obedience. By the steady progression of small choices that laid end to end will become like the stones of a pleasing path stretching to eternity and unto your welcoming arms and unto the sound of your voice pronouncing the judgment. Well done. What are you doing today to make the choice to follow Jesus and to seek after him? Adventure is part of that. Jesus wants the adventure in your life. Some of my most profound conversations with God have happened when I've been out in nature and having adventures and just having fun. God wants you to have fun and to have these adventures. So my question to you today and your Your action point today is to find out what is your adventure that you can do every day. It doesn't need to be this big, grand, massive trip to Alaska to go salmon fishing. Although if you can do that, that'd be great. That's on my bucket list to do. But that's not reasonable to do every day. And that's not going to fulfill your soul every day. What are you doing every day? Small little things. Small little changes over time is going to have the biggest effect. So what are you doing today? Hope you all have a wonderful day. Love you all. You are strong. You are kind. You are brave. You are courageous. Go fight. Go win the day. Thank you for joining us on Freedom from Pornography today. We hope that this podcast has helped you to understand more about the challenges and solutions for overcoming pornography addiction. 
Remember that you are not alone in this journey, and there are people and resources available to support you. Keep in mind that breaking free from pornography addiction takes time and effort, and it may not be easy. But with the right mindset and strategies, it is possible to find freedom from this destructive habit. We encourage you to continue learning and seeking support as you work towards recovery. Remember to be kind to yourself and celebrate your progress, no matter how small it may seem. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us again for more discussions on finding freedom from pornography. If you'd like to learn more, head over to freedomfrompornography.com where there's great resources and you can even join a community of like-minded men trying to break free from this habit. Have a wonderful day.